Only Three Lads is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast family, home to some of the best music podcasts on the planet. Visit PantheonPodcast.com to discover more. And if you like what we do on O3L, we kindly ask you to please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. It really helps us more than you know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for being here. It is the only Three Lads podcast where each and every week we are lucky enough to spend time with you and to go over the golden age of alternative music from 1974 to 1999. I'm Uncle Greg. Of course, we have... God, how am I going to introduce you this week, Brett? I don't know. Um, The workhorse of the O3L podcast, Brett Fargo. I don't even know how to introduce myself because I am very sleep deprived right now. That's because you work so hard. No, it's actually because I was out having fun at a punk rock concert last yeah, night. Yeah, I know. You're kind of a party boy, aren't you? I really am. It, it was really cool, though. We got to see the adverts, the British class of 77 punk rock band. It's really only TV Smith now, the lead advert, but it's the first time that he has ever toured the U.S. So it was very cool. I uh, went with my brother. We got a chance to meet him. My brother Brian got a signed poster, took a picture with him. So that was really cool and uh, put on a great show. It was at a bar in Long Beach, which is about an hour and a half away. And it was a very, very late night. So I'm working off of about an hour of sleep. Just so All you right. know. Okay. So well, you know. then maybe we'll get some good stuff out of you because you won't be so reserved. You don't have boundaries. You're just like... You know, all the dope I did last night, all the music, I drove home Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't remember it. And now I'm here. And I won't remember this either. Awesome. This is going to be a good one then, I think. Of course, you are our third lad this week. And our topic is the top five destination songs. So we need to know what songs you would pick. You can go to our Facebook page, leave your list, and we'll be talking about it next week. But it's just Brett, myself, and you, and we're hanging out talking about destination songs. And the destination songs, I looked at it as maybe it was a place, maybe mm-hmm. a state of mind, something you went through. And so I kind of, I didn't have, I guess, kind of a definition, but I just thought of destination and I thought of all those things because a destination doesn't have to be a place. It could be a concept. It could be just where you end up also good call well i had to kind of narrow myself down somewhat because as i was going through you know i was going through my collection pulling out cds and records and and uh you know going through my apple music collection and trying to find something that fit the bill i don't know i must have put close to 200 songs down and i'm like you know what this is ridiculous yeah so (laughs) i decided to pare my choices down basically well, I did it this morning, first of all, which was a mistake, again, off of an hour's sleep. But I just decided to do it based on my current delirious state of mind. Awesome. It's going to be great. So it's going to be really eclectic and odd. You know, mine usually, I just kind of like write down the songs that I remember and that I know. I probably got to 20-something, 30 songs, and I said, come on, 
what am I going to do? Write down 200 songs like some nut and then, you know, just pick five. So after I was yep. like, you know, if I got 25 to 30 songs, I could pick five out of this because I was like, ooh, ooh. And again, this is one of those weeks when like you're like, oh, man, I'm going to leave that song off. I'm going to leave that song off. And then there were some songs like Beverly Hills or Island in the Sun from Weezer, which aren't in the O3L era. So, ooh, good. I can just ax those right now. But those are great songs, too. Well, I look forward to going on a musical journey with you, Greg, and building a little travelogue today. Well, we've already been on a musical journey. This is what, episode 183? 187, I believe. Oh, close enough. You know, good enough for government work, as they say. That is what they say. All right. So let's get into it. Our top five destination songs. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I don't know. Toss a coin. I don't have a coin with me. I could no, toss I a either. pen. Um, okay. I'll toss my AAA card. If it's heads, you go first. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Oh, it's heads. All right. Go All right. For I it. go first. All right. So here we go. Um, I'm going to kick off my list of my top five destination songs. One that has aged well. One that early MTV, I remember seeing the singer of this band, and I thought, yep. This thing isn't only for paying out of. It was exciting. I remember it. And this song has been covered by the likes of Joan Jett and Smashing Pumpkins. Of course, I'm uh, talking about Dale Bazio, mm-hmm. Terry Bazio, Warren Cucurello. Did I say that right? Cucurulo? Cucurulo? Is it Cucurulo? I think. Okay. Mr. Cucurello, if you ever want to be the third lad, we're open for it. If anyone knows him, you got like, uh, I don't know, six degrees to Warren. Let us know. We'll even attempt to pronounce your name right. Well, well he can set his, you know, he can set the record straight himself uh, instead of have uh, somebody who spoke English his whole life tried to get the Italian name correct. But anyways, uh, I'm talking about Missing Persons Destination Unknown, 1982 yeah. Spring Session M. Of course, the song originally, I think, was recorded and released in 1980, and then they re-released it after because uh, you know uh, Dale and. Terry were working with Frank Zappa at the time, and they recorded this at Frank Zappa's studio. And then, you know, they had words, all the songs, you know, what we know from early MTV. And then this came out, this kind of sent them into the stratosphere. I'm surprised this song didn't make the top 40. It didn't? No, it landed at number 42. Huh. Destination unknown. But I remember it being all over MTV. Dale, she's still a a handsome woman, as they would say. And so... It feels like a staple. Yeah. On alternative radio and was certainly was on MTV. And yeah, I saw her uh, last year at Cruel World and she still has it. Yeah, I most went and saw her in, it must have been 2014, but I was on a trip with someone and they didn't want to go. And so I did not go, but it was, I was in LA and I was going to go see him and I wish I would have went, but um, I'm glad to see, still see that she's kicking and she's out there doing it. And so missing persons, number five, destination unknown. You never know where you're going to end up. There you go. Yes. Yes. I had that one on my big list, and I actually had it marked as a potential Greg pick. Oh, awesome! Well, there you go. See, there I'm pretty. Go. I don't know. I you know, I just throw strikes. I'm not much of a knuckleballer like you are. Because let's hear Brett Weird when he's sleep deprived and got still punk rock ringing in his brain. That's how I work today, <laughs> apparently. So, all right. So, my number five. This was originally released as a track from the 1980 EP Folk of the 80s on Stiff Records catalog T-E-E-S, Tees 1201 in the U.S. and in their native Canada as Hats 001. Off the top of his head. So I am going with Men Without Hats, Antarctica. So suitable for the name, the song is a chilly but propulsive synth pop jam. And I don't claim to really understand what the song is about, but I definitely get from the kind of manic energy and the words in the song that there's an overwhelming sense of dread, foreboding, and isolation as the main hatless man, Ivan, 
sings about this ice age and how he's cheated the scheme and now it's his turn and he seems to blame Antarctica for the whole thing. Ice age is here, right in your town. Antarctica, look what you've done. Of course, I did a little research, which didn't really help, but I did find this rather amusing. The first thing that came up was no less of an authority than a website called Call Me Fred Radio. And Call Me Fred Radio says, the song is about someone who feels like they have cheated or messed up in Antarctica, where there's an ice age happening. They feel like they are a part of the scene and that Antarctica knows what they mean. Despite the chaos and endless snow, the protagonist feels like it's their turn to be a part of it all. Uh, uh that guy's on dope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I I'm sure he's a lot of fun. Uh, maybe. but I think he's one of those little, you know, he's a little wacky. Yeah, maybe Call Me Fred is running low on sleep too. I <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, I'm just going to enjoy the song for what it is, which is a really cool icy bit of electronic pop and I'm no Antarctic citizen, so I really don't have a horse in this particular race, but I would like to move for this to be the official, unofficial song of the South Pole. What do you say? Perfect. What do okay. you say? Yeah, I'm going to have to listen right. to it is what I say. And it could be about like maybe, you know, because the way how it was just described, possibly it could be about like a person being cold, but you're afraid to leave them. Well, I will say that when you're in the icy tundras of Antarctica, it's very difficult to do the safety dance. Mm, yeah, your arms you got, like when you're like when you're raising your arms, they kind of like freeze in place. Got to be careful out there. Yeah, really do. Yeah, you really do. All appendages. Yeah, well, just like how here in Phoenix, heat is deadly, cold is deadly too. So mm. the extremes. There you go once again. The extremes yep. deadly. All right, number four. Number four for me. Another song off MTV that uh, I just remember hearing for the first time, and it gets stuck in your head, and it's never left. All week I've been listening to it massively groovy the bass line you know how i love bass so i had to pick mm -hmm. it just gives me chills and it's uh really it, it didn't come from an artist or like it was off some big album it comes from a musical called chess and uh. the musical is about a chess tournament where an american and a russian dude are you know and i'm sure there's way more to it because that doesn't really seem too crazy they're gonna play chess i'm sure there's like espionage and all this other stuff the cold war kids if you weren't around for the cold war kind of feels like it does now like you know anything can happen at any time and but we were in school saying nuclear war nuclear war <laughs> and so maybe um nuclear war you never know if we're all here you know we could survive cancer rates will go up but the music will still play of course i'm talking about murray head one night in bangkok this song and if you listen to it i suggest everyone listens to it just in their car driving to work you're gonna love it i guarantee it it's so catchy it's so awesome and then uh, i guess you know the person who's swinging singing i should say the uh, chorus is some swedish person so we are the world kids we are the world well because you know who wrote it right who wrote the entire chess musical i do not please enlighten me benny and bjorn from abba oh okay that's yes yes yeah I always thought that that would have been a great ABBA album. Yeah, maybe they should like do it, like just they for should. poops and giggles. Yeah, you know, they have. Yeah, you know, just all get all together. I don't know if they still do. They hate each other. Can they be in the same room? I mean, they're all exes. Yeah, but they, I mean, they released a really good reunion album a couple years ago. Right, and they were all together. I remember, kind of. Yeah, they're doing their. Uh, what are those things called? Junket. <laughs> I can't find words. Hologram. You know, their hologram tour. Oh, okay. So I, hmm. I think they're on good terms right now. Yeah. No, hopefully. Well, then they should do it. I mean, why not? Just uh, I would hope that it's more exciting than a chess tournament in Bangkok between an American and Russian 
chess champions. It, that just that sounds lame as hell. I think you're onto something though. I think it is an allegory uh, for the Cold War. There you go. See, look at that. Never yeah. even saw it, but you know, been around. I've been on a few trips around the sun on this rock as we hurtle through space at 136 miles per second. So, yep, yep. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, in Murray Head has a uh, long and illustrious history. So his father, I believe, Roy Head, right? I think he's Roy Head's uh, son, who had the song uh, Treat Her Right back in the 60s. Big hit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, good for them. That's kind of special. Like, if your dad had a big hit, you were a one-hit wonder. I mean, a lot of people, they laugh at one-hit wonders, but why? I've never been there. I would love to have, like, one song that everybody knows, but my song would be, I don't know, I would have to write it. I've got a lot of pieces of uh, written. Brett's supposed to help me put it together. We got to do it before nuclear annihilation, or okay. at least you know we got to do it soon. Well, we better ramp it up then. <laughs> <laughs> A little worried about that whole thing. Yep. Well, I don't know. You know, it, there's always a lot of rhetoric, and then everyone pulls back. So hopefully, if worse comes to worse. Again, if there is a nuclear strike anywhere around the world, it doesn't mean instant death, nuclear winter. But you know what I did see? And this was hilarious in a way. Mm. It kind of chuckled me. There was uh, somebody, I can't think of, and I don't want to give the wrong paper, but I was kind of more of a liberal type left-leaning paper talking about if there was nuclear war, that that would help with the global warming. Oh, okay. So, you know, hey, well, there's always a silver lining. Silver lining. You know, with, with all the debris in the atmosphere cooling down, blocking out the sun, you know what? We would cool down. So, everything's coming up, fallout and roses. <laughs> that may be the next uh, hit song. Yeah, maybe uh, we can commission Benny and Bjorn to write that one. <laughs> maybe. And I'm actually finding out that I am a complete liar. I don't know why I always thought that, that uh, Murray Head was Roy Head's son. No, they're not, huh? Apparently not. Roy Head is from Texas. Murray Head is from England. So. Well, hey, Spaceship Earth, man, we're all on it. So it's close I enough. I swear somebody has told me this in the past. Well, they were liars. You were just regurgitating. But thank you for setting the record straight. Well, Murray Head did, uh, did yeah, he did something else. But, but he was an whatever. actor. You know, he's, he was uh, in uh, Jesus yeah. Christ Superstar. Yeah, he's he's like a big actor in Britain. He was like oh, an and actor. And he's only and five singer. years younger than Roy Head. Yeah. Well, the things you find out when you actually do research <laughs> yeah. on things and not just fly by the seat of your pants. Roy Head was kind of a whore really early on in life. So possibly he could have been his dad. I yeah, mean, possibly. conceiving at five. And all the way from Texas. Hey, there's always the mail. This is true. Yeah. He developed early. All right. Anyway, Greg, you know how I have certain self-imposed rules on this show. Like, Always, yes. Yeah, I try to mix things up. I try not to repeat myself too often. This week I had a rule where I will not repeat any specific location. So, for example, and I didn't pick it, but I was almost going to pick London Can You Wait by Gene, but I don't have enough sleep to come up with anything even halfway intelligent about that song. But if I had picked that, then I wouldn't pick London Calling, which I'm also assuming you're going to pick. Who knows? My other rule that I have is that I never will pass up the rare opportunity to slip Yoko Ono into a list. Ugh. Right? Okay. Yeah, well, let's do it. This week, I'm going with Yoko's New York Woman, and it hails from her brilliant 1995 album Rising, which she recorded with Sun Sean's kind of grungy band at the time called Ema. This is a simple straightforward, very sweet two-minute check-in from Yoko to a friend, who is the titular New York woman. You left out to marry a Texas millionaire I wonder how you are doing You're a New York woman New York woman New York woman I love you I heard him on the air Discussing what It was getting there. dark in a snow-covered park. I thought I saw you smiling. You left town to marry a Texas millionaire. I wonder how you're doing. I heard him on the air discussing world affairs, something about his global vision. That's when I wondered if you made the right decision. I want to know what you're thinking. You know, it wasn't until this very moment that I actually stopped to think who the New York woman was. 
who left the city to marry a prominent Texas tycoon. So I actually did some research looking for Texas millionaires who married women from New York. I couldn't find anything. Maybe somebody has some guesses out there, but I'm neither a Texas nor a New York citizen. So I don't have a horse in this particular race, but I'm pretty sure that Woody Harrelson was involved in some way. Oh, there you go. That's my number four. All right. Yoko Ono, New York one. I'll have to, ch- I've never heard that song. It's because. Um, and that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because I, I at times love myself. Because you choose not to. <laughs> yes. But um, I'll check it out. Um, you know, from what I heard, it sounds like it's interesting. Uh, Sean Lennon, I remember playing some of his music, you know, in the 90s on the radio yeah. station. So, yeah. uh, and then I always thought that it was very inventive and it was never the same and it was never boring. So maybe there's a little touch of that in this as she screams and makes me want to. No, she doesn't scream. She doesn't oh, scream she doesn't at all. Scream. Okay. No, well, she good. sings good. and uh, yeah, Sean's band plays a very straightforward kind of uh, like grunge song pretty much. Good. All right. So, yeah. Well, all don't right. forget you are our third lad this week. It's you. Top five destination songs. Please head over to our Facebook page. Leave your list. Make sure and like us. Follow us. And rate us because we want to definitely make that algorithm move forward. Um, The more people who rate us or like us, then, of course, you know how the I actually don't know how the algorithms work. I think Brett probably has a better idea. Um, It just I don't know. As more people do it, then they're like, oh, more people may like this. More people may engage because they want to get you addicted. Yeah. Right. And then boom. And then the first one's free. kids. along. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But but you say it's so like commanding that. I would believe anything you told me. Well, good. I guess that's, I mean, I really try and be truthful. I try and be um, as upfront as I am and sometimes too much. You know, I've, I've heard TMI my whole life, um, but people always say be honest and straightforward. That's not what they always mean, but that's what you always get from me. Yeah. Well, and you never know. I mean, TMI could stand for any number of things. Yeah. Too much information and? Telephone microphone indention mm-hmm yeah there you go yeah all right. sure well we all have telephones brett and i have microphones and we are going to are we going to play any new music in between here do we got anything i uh, don't have anything we were, were hoping to play something from our guest but our guest right, well no stocky well then here's what we're going to do let's play some brett music what brett oh, song are we going to hear i don't know come we'll on we'll come on all right I'm but too it's going to be a Brett song. It's going to be a Brett song about being tired and about, you know, still soldiering through. Yeah. And, and probably about the uh, whole Murray head, Roy head debacle. <laughs> yeah. Roy head, Murray head. Hey, they're a couple of heads. Boop. <laughs> and I'm wide awake. So this is just normally me. Hopefully you'll stick around because our list continues after this. Hi, this is Tracy Tracy from The Primitives, and you're listening to the Only Three Lads podcast. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, here it is. We're going to bring you the official first release track from the O3L house band, The Scurvy. This is a cover of television personalities. I like that in a girl on Only Three Lads. I know that she has always been a very special friend to me. She understands my many moods and she doesn't try to change me. And sometimes when I am cruel, I often treat her back thank you so much for hanging out with us we do appreciate you don't forget the only three lads podcast it's really everywhere you go you can just google us tell your smart speaker hey it's tuesday morning it's dropping the only three lads podcast and then here we are hanging out talking about music life having this experience all together life love and uh anxiety all together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nuclear war yeah hopefully it doesn't come global warming yeah we bring you all the hard-hitting topics hard-hitting topics like roy and murray had no relation at all they probably never met they shared the last name it'd be kind of fun to take their dna to see if they do have like some ancient type relatives they probably I always find do. that amazing like what's that one show on c on on uh, pbs uh where they take like and they get their dna and they go back or like they go back look at their family oh, trees uh mr rogers no, that's not. <laughs> um, and I know, I know there is yelling. a show. There, yes, yeah, I, I know are, what you're pe- talking about. People are yelling at their little My speaker right now. Family, no it's ties. PBS. Family ties. Oh come on! No, that was it. <laughs> Can I have to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy? I'm going to put Google DNA show. Finding your roots. Woo. Finding your roots. I really get sucked into that all the yeah. time because it's really interesting. Then at the end. They tell the person who they are related to. Hey, let me see. Let me see who's calling right now, just in case it's Jolie Hall. It's London calling. No, we're not starting with her. We'll have to just read. I know, but I just I should pick it up. We'll do a live call. You got to put on speaker. Hello. Hello, this is David. I'm calling from Elkhart Health Center. How are you today? Oh, David from the health center. Okay, yeah. How are you? I'm fine, sir. Good. I want to confirm that do you have Medicare Part A and B? Yeah, you're actually on my podcast right now. All right. He's gone. Hello, my name is Eric. Yeah. Come on, just give us your real name. I'm cool with it. I love Indian people. Cool like that. Sorry. 
We interrupt this podcast <laughs> to bring you a scam call. Number three of our top five destination songs. And this is just another one of the songs where it's not really any destination, but the destination of just being where you are and enjoying it, soaking it in. It wasn't released as a single to, until 2000, but it came out with the album Californication in 1999. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the song Road Trippin'. If you just want a cool little pretty mellow ride, this is the song to do it in. And uh, whenever you can get the Red Hot Chili Peppers on one of our lists, I will always try and do that. So um, Road Trippin', number three for me for my top five destination songs. It's so pretty west of the one Sparkle like with yellow icing Just a mirror for the sun Just a mirror for the sun Just a mirror for the sun So that's kind of like your version of my Yoko rule. I guess so, yes. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair what enough. is the Yoko rule? I must have missed it. Oh, the Yoko rule is anytime I have an opportunity to oh, I see. fit okay. Yoko into a list, right? Okay, no, yeah. I mean, Red Hot Chili Peppers is one. I'm, I'm always proud when I can get one of their songs. Because, like, let's face it. I remember, like, them in the early 80s. They were nobodies, right? You know, Fight Like a Brave. You had to, like, search for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were the fringe indie band that weren't on MTV. And then you had, what, 89 Mother's Milk. And then, you know, by 92, Sex Sugar, uh, whatever magic. Um, blood those sugar. Al- blood, yeah. Those albums came out and then they were everywhere. And then all the boys and girls at the concerts were taking off their shirts and waving them around their head. That was badass. And uh, I just love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I always think, like, would I connect and would it be like a cool hang to be in the room with them? Because I really, I don't have the lifestyle that they do, you know? No. But I think that there's a lot of intelligence there that is underneath. Like, they act nuts and they act like this. But I bet if you sat down and just talked to them, you'd be blown away. Oh, by sure. the intelligence of each an individual member. I think we'd get that from a lot of artists and musicians who oh, yeah. we maybe wouldn't imagine. Like, for example, and this is totally out of our genre, out of our era, but Post Malone to me, he's a musician that seems like a particular moron. When you look at him and you listen to the way he can barely string together a sentence. Not a moron, but just a guy who doesn't make good decisions. Yeah. Okay. Right. But I've actually heard some things from him, not musically, but I mean, actually heard him say some things that are very thoughtful and actually a little intelligent. So I have a feeling that a lot of it's a put on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with like Anthony Kiedis, I'm not a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan anyway, but he just seems so smug with that mustache right now, that molester mustache that I I just want to kind of like, I don't know, (laughs) slap him. Just want to rip it off, huh? I think Flea would be kind of cool to, to hang out with. Well, just the stories that they can tell. But then I, yeah, I mean, like you would, like I could see like Flea, like, oh, you know, I went back to school. I was studying Renaissance art and that's where I came up with this bit. You know what I mean? I bet you there's like more to it than yeah. just, you know, they act like, you know, they're nuts. And then they have all those like heroin stories. So they got to have, so they have like the really good, I just think that there's got to be a book that just doesn't, you know, just on the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but there's got to be a book for those guys that kind of like where their brains were when they came up with some of this stuff. I think for some reason there is. Oh, man, I want to say it. like Flea has written an autobiography. Brett's one of them readers. So I'm just like, wouldn't it be great <laughs> if, and then they can make like videos, like maybe like 30 seconds at a time on TikTok and I can learn about it. Uh, yes, Flea does have an autobiography out called Acid for the Children. See, there you go. There you go. And he was in the movie Motorama back in the 80s, which was uh, one of my favorite movies of the time. But I have not seen it in many, many, many years. What was that movie where Anthony Kiedis was in with, I want to say, Keanu Reeves and he shoots himself in the foot? Uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? No, uh, Keanu Reeves. It was after that. And he played like an FBI agent, like, you know, Johnny Football star who got, you know, the blank. Maybe that's it. Yeah, because he's in it and he shoots himself in the foot. Okay. Point Blake's got to be it because, you know, the surfer stuff. Yeah. And I would take uh, guitar lessons from John Frusciante anytime he wants to give them to me. Yeah, that dude's had a ride. And Chad Smith looks like uh, Will Ferrell. So I've given you some obscure picks. How about a legitimate number one hit? Let's do it. So my next pick is Venezia 
by Hombres Hey. That's right. I told you I was going to give you a number one hit. It hit <laughs> the top of the charts in the band's native Spain in 1985. But as you may guess from the title, it's about Italy. Well, it turns out that if you translate and or listen closely to the lyrics, which are both in Italian and Spanish, it's a dang funny but kind of rude and uncomplimentary song. So the first minute and a half are done in this mocking operatic style by band drummer Javier Molina singing in Italian about how he is the mafia boss and you are an a-hole and the son of a slut from Venice. <laughs> <laughs> Then it kicks into a new wave surf pop groove with bassist and songwriter David Summers singing in the infectious Spangli Spanish, Spanglish, Spanish language chorus. Let's go together to Italy. I want to buy a striped sweater. We will pass the mafia. We will bathe on the beach. And throughout the song, the band shouts out things like, I want spaghetti and mozzarella while singing about how the mafia bosses threaten to break your face. an Italian citizen, so I don't really have a horse in this particular race, but has the Italian Tourism Council ever thought about using this song in a commercial? <laughs> no. Even though it's not maybe the most favorable depiction of Italy, it is a blast of a song, and therefore my number three, that would be Hombres Che, which is the letter G, Venezia. Wow. I can see the Sicily Tourism Board using this song and, you know, hey, yep. Shut up your face. <laughs> I break your face. face. <laughs> when I was a boy, hey, daddy used, mama used to say. Mama Remember that song? Say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shut up your face. You kettle spaghetti. <laughs> yes. That song, there would be, people would be all marching in the streets if that song was released today. Mm-hmm. Well, they yep. wouldn't. They would just get on TikTok and it would be in all caps. They would be like, this is, this is racist. This is sad. This is, this is, this is, this is. We should boycott Shut Up Your Face. Yeah, Shut Up Your Face. I am going to boycott Chef Boyardee because um, I think that he perpetuates um, stereotypes from uh, different uh, cultures. He does, but I mean, SpaghettiOs, I rest my case. I kind of love SpaghettiOs, but I, even as a kid, I had to have something in them like the hot dogs or like, you know, the... And I don't even know if they're real hot dogs. It's probably like, you know, fallout from nuclear yeah, testing. There's no doubt in my mind. Especially the meatballs. Yeah. But I got, I loved them as a kid. My son likes the plain, but I don't eat them. I haven't eaten SpaghettiOs. I have not those. bought a can of SpaghettiOs probably maybe in my adult life. I don't know. You should do it. Just do it. I should. Yeah. Just for the poops and giggles of it. And then you eat it. And then, you know. Hey, by the way, and I know we're trying to keep this short, but speaking of canned food, I had a very distinct memory of my parents and my brother kind of remembers something similar. I used to re remember my parents at night. They'd sit on the couch and watch TV and they would crack open a can of Vienna sausages. But in the back of my mind, I remembered them being pickled. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Pickled Vienna sausages. Uh, Vienna sausages. I, uh, I think they just seem pickled because they come out and there's like all that sodium and water. Yeah, and it yeah. looks like people who have diabetes in their fingers. You know what I mean? Like people are really sick. Um, and so, but I've eaten them before and I think that they're wonderful, but I cannot remember pickled, but I'll look around and if I see anything, I'll take a picture and I'll all post right. it. All right. Thank you. But I was never a big uh, Vienna sausage. Like, ooh, I got to go. And spam every once in a while, I like to have some spam. I like to feel like I'm in Hawaii, which is, that's a big meat there. I don't know why, but it is. And Spam is good. Like if we can get like the jalapenos in it, once in a while, it's kind of like balsa wood, but for me, you know, it's just they kind of mix everything together and then they harden it and they put it in a can and you go, damn, this tastes good. It's all the salt that makes it taste good though, I believe. I'm I don't sure. know what it is, yeah. but it's pretty good. It's all cured. Right. All right. Anyway. 
Anyways, can meets can meets back to music. Our top five destination songs. Uh, this is one that um, you know there was a lot of songs that could have made my list, but with the weight of the world, I was going for more happier songs and songs that I've been listening to this week just to kind of escape the ship of fools that we are dealing with and uh, how everything can be toxic. You know, by this time next week, everything could be different. So that's the excitement, but that's also kind of the worry. So I just, while I'm, you know, going to, if I'm going to listen to some music, I want to, you know, escape and have happy music. So at number two for me, I would just love to do this from 1982, The Go-Go's Vacation. That destination is anywhere. It's a state of mind. When I go on a vacation, it's a love song. It's the whole thing. And it's the Go-Go's. And it's just fun. It's got a good beat. And you could dance to it. So that's why I picked number two, Go-Go's Vacation. I applaud you. I applaud you for that. Thank you. I actually wrote down a Go-Go song on my list. And it was This Town. Yeah, that's a good one. Because, you know, it's a very L.A. song. This Town is Our Town. But Vacation, inspired. Good. Destination. You're you're probably manifesting something because you badly need a vacation right now. Oh, I would love, you know, there was, what was the one song I was thinking about? Um, Oh, Fly Away from Lenny Kravitz. That will be an honorable mention. But again, that's just kind of uh, being in a different place from where you are right now. And boy, that would be great. Yep. For me. I don't know. I think for most people, wouldn't it be great just to go someplace and just experience something new? I would love that. Yeah. Great pick. Now, my next pick comes with a warning, and that's kids, please don't trust Alex Chilton when studying for your next geography test. It's a little thing that's gonna please ya. Just a little town down in Indonesia, Bangkok. The fact that he's passed away may, of course, be a deterrent for that, but the lyrics to Chilton's 1978 single will more than likely ensure that you will get a failing grade. So the opening lines of Here's a little thing that's going to please you. It's just a little town down in Indonesia, Bangkok. So wow. the song is Bangkok. Now, maybe he was thinking of Jakarta. Uh, I don't know. But throughout the song, Chilton references making love the Japanese way, which he happened to learn aggressively in Hong Kong. He references Margaret Trudeau, Jackie O, Madame Nu, and Bridget Bardot, as well as Johnny Thunder's Chinese Rocks. That's all very confusing, but thankfully he does redeem himself at the end of the track when he sings, here's a revision that's kind of minor. It's just a little town down in Indochina. All right. Well, it may not be a little town, but it's, that's at least geographically correct. So he does redeem himself. But, you know, we had already filled out the Scantron form anyway. So right. Yeah, it is what it is. But while he may be terrible at geography, the late former box tops and big star leader does get an A in writing quirky, slightly deranged rock and roll terms. I mean, I'm not a school teacher, so I don't really have a horse in this particular race, but I think he should at least get a blended C or... Maybe a C minus for the slightly racist tone of the song, which reminds me, by the way, hello to our Indonesian listeners, because we just hit the top 10 in your beautiful country. So thanks for listening. And please let it be known that we here on the Only Three Lads podcast recognize that Bangkok is not in Indonesia. Right. And it's not in China either, by the way. So I don't know if he he learned how no, no, to no. make it. Indo- Indochina. Thailand's a part of Indochina. OK, there you OK. Yeah. 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 But it's Thailand, though. It is Thailand. Yes. There we go. Number two. Alex Chilton, Bangkok. Wow. We have two Bangkok songs. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. It's kind of And as far as I know, Alex Chilton pick. was not uh, Roy Head's son either. No. Well, yeah. Hot just, take. Just a little. 
<laughs> I'm tired. Little clarification there. So tell me, okay, tell me the best and worst thing about the concert last night. The adverts were fantastic. TV Smith is 67, I believe now, and was full of energy, sang fantastic. I mean, his, his voice is virtually unchanged from uh, those original records. You know, the adverts only had two records. He played a nice cross-section. The first is the classic, Crossing the Red Sea. And then the second one, Cast of Thousands, was, was kind of the maligned one. But uh, he played a good cross-section from those two albums as well as, you know, some of their non-album singles. So, I mean, you, you got everything you could possibly want. One Chord Wonders, Gary Gilmore's Eyes, No Time to Be 21, Bored Teenagers. So it was it was really good. Really good. Uh, the opening acts I was not too keen on. There was a couple of local punk bands, and they were just, I don't know, just seemed kind of like uh, posers. Like the first one, they're a punk band from L.A., and they get up and they do a Stiff Little Fingers cover, and we're like, really? I mean, yeah. a song so deeply rooted in, you know, Belfast, Ireland politics, and you little punks from L.A. are going to do it? All right, yeah, I'm not buying it. Big club, small club. Uh, small. It was Alex's bar. It was, it was, I'd say it was a medium bar. Kind of had a uh, gothy, evil, rockabilly type vibe to it. It was totally a cool love, place. It was a cool yeah, place. Yeah, no, I, I love shows like that where you get to see somebody in like a small kind of bar. Even if they're nobodies, it's kind of, I don't know, you feel more connected because you're right there. You could feel the heat. You can, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think as an artist too, they feel that too. That's like I've done stand up, like let's say at an improv and then like they're right on top of you. You're just kind of like standing on a step for like the little bit of stage sometimes. And then I've been on like stages where there's like 10 feet between you and the next person in front of you. And it's a little bit different, but it's more fun because they can definitely throw more stuff at you. Yeah, that's fun. You needed a uh, tomato shield like Mike Fenoya had. There you go. Yes. Or COVID shield either way. Yeah. Multi-purpose. There you go. Okay. We're cooking through this. We're almost to our top five destination songs. We're at the top of the list. So hopefully you have your list going. Make sure to head over to the Facebook page. 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 Please. Let's rewind. Please head over to the Facebook page and leave your list. Please share us. Please like us. And please rate us. And if it sounds very desperate, please like us. It, yes. it is. And rate us. He was, and I don't us. know, out of one, five, I'll give him a two. He was hot. Yes. I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> All I right. I his bangs. <laughs> we'll be back with our number one top destination song after this. Hey, this is Terry from Dot Dash. You're listening to the Only Three Lads podcast. Once again, thank you so much for being here. There's nothing more that we love more. How many times can I say more? There's three. Then hanging out How many with more you, times can you say more? There's four. Just talking more. about the golden age. The answer is more. Music. You could say more, more. More, more. Between 1974 and 1999, it is the Only Three Lads podcast. I am Uncle Greg. We have Brett Vargo and we have you. So we're pretty much set. <laughs> you, you somewhat have Brett Vargo. Brett Vargo's here. Yeah. I'm here in spirit for sure. We don't have I'm not sure if I'm mentally all here. (laughs) You seem here. So, so it was a, uh, I guess, a nap on your agenda. Is that on your dance card after this podcast? It most certainly is. And then after that, you're going to just eat, relax. Any big shows coming up this week for you? Nope. I wanted to go see a show last night after you said you're going to go and have your adventure. And I'm like, yeah, live music. I'm totally down for that. And then what happened was I went to Polestar.com, looked all the, you know, stuff that's happening in Phoenix, like kind of like the national acts. Nothing good. Like nothing that I'd be interested in. I'm sure it's all very good, Hmm. but nothing I'd be totally interested in. And so then I started looking like local stuff and local. And then by that time, it was like 830. So it was time for bed. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, I guess I don't have to take a shower. Silver lining and everything. So (laughs) here I sit, crusty. We like you, crusty, though. All right. Well, good for that. Crusty and crotchety. Those are our our two favorite adjectives for you. Cynical, crotchety. 
Yeah. All the, the good... C's. All, all right. the C adjectives. Very nice. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. The top five destination songs were at number one. And uh, I remember my number one song, really cruising as a teenager. Everybody played it. No sleep till. Slayer. Kerry King playing guitar on this song from 1986, licensed to ill. No sleep till Donna. Oh, Beastie yeah, Boys. Yeah, yeah. My number one destination song. I've been listening wow. to that a little too much this week. I'm sure as I'm driving around and my car windows are going boom, 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 boom. Um, yeah. People are going, what the hell is that guy listening to? And so uh, hopefully they can hear the Beastie Boys. No sleep till Brooklyn. My number one destination song. Calling, huh? I totally would have. It made the list, definitely. But like I said, I it was just too dark for me this week. Okay. You know, it's like I wanted something a little bit more fun. And uh, so that's what I did. All right. And I obviously wanted things that are just bizarre and off the wall. So I did not pick London Calling either, although I'm sure we'll talk about a few honorable mentions. But for my number one, I am going with a 1996 outsider music classic by a Massachusetts songwriter who apparently, according to her bio, graduated from the Berkeley College of Music in 1973. So she's like a real musician and stuff. I know it's widely acknowledged as a bad song, quote unquote, in the same way that My Pal Foot Foot by the Shags is, but God help me, I love this song legitimately and it is a family favorite sing-along bj snowden from her very specifically titled album life in the usa and canada i bring you her classic in canada Oh, if you have never heard this before, are you in for a treat? Quite simply, it's a song about the beauty and congeniality of our neighbors in the great white north. The chorus that you will soon not be able to get out of your head will haunt you for all your days. In Canada, folks treat you like a queen. In Canada, they never will be mean. In Canada, they treat you like a king. You'll feel welcome. It makes you want to sing. Now, whatever note she hits on the word sing is fascinatingly like nothing I've ever heard, probably because I'm not a Berkeley trained musician. If the Moody Blues were in search of the lost chord, BJ Snowden surely must have found it. Now, there's a couple of verses in there where she champions some of the beautiful places in the country, like the lush greenness of Nova Scotia, the wide lakes of Manitoba, the coastal shores of New Brunswick and BC, and the rivers that flow side to side in Saskatchewan. And let me tell you, the conviction with which BJ sings the word Saskatchewan is awe-inspiring. I mean, I'm not a Canadian citizen, so I really don't have a horse in this particular race. But I'd kind of like to put it in Canada's suggestion box that maybe they switch the national anthem to this. Just saying. (laughs) So number one, BJ Snowden in Canada. Drop the mic. There you go. Well, I'm going to have to listen to that one. Oh, you will. Every time I've been to Canada, though, I've had a great time. It's a fantastic place. Love it. Love it. And also, check out the music video for this song. Where it's kind of like, uh, so BJ Snowden's standing there singing the song, and there's like 
pictures that float across the screen of like a Mountie or it's it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Brett Weird. We're going to have to check it out. BJ Snowden for president. There you go. All right, some of your honorable mentions. Right. Let's hear it. Uh, some of my honorable mentions, so I, I have about 200, so I will only give you maybe 190, I'll Okay, say. perfect. Let's, let's go down that list. <laughs> no, so I had uh, Teenage Film Stars, There's a Cloud Over Liverpool, Pulp Bar Italia, R.E.M. Don't Go Back to Rockville, uh, The Jam, A-Bomb, and Wardour Street, The Sundays on Earth, Patti Smith, Redondo Beach, uh, Graham Parker, Discovering Japan would have been a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's go Ultravox Vienna Sausage. Yep. All coming full circle here. That made my list. Yep. The Cure Kyoto Song. Mekons, Memphis, Egypt. The Chameleons, Intrigue in Tangiers. Puffy, Asia, No Junshin. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. How about you? Right. Well, I had Around the World from Daft Punk. Mm, that's a good one. And then also Interstate 8 from Modest Mouse, since we both have that interstate going through both our we do. homes uh, town and through Arizona. And little fun fact, if you are wondering which direction a freeway is heading, east and west, you get even numbers, north and south, odd. So there you go. Well, little that's fun education. Fact, yeah, yeah, there you go. Also, I had Route 66, again, east-west. Uh, assuming the Depeche even, Mode version? Depeche Mode. Okay. That is correct, yes. And then one song that I really wanted to get on the list, but I just couldn't squeeze it in, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Mm. So that's a great song. And then they have that, I can't think of the country artist who kind of revived that song recently. Yeah. I think we've talked about it, but yeah, he, he made her 800 grand already, if not more yeah. by now. All right, so good well, at least there's a them. silver lining. Silver lining, everything's coming up, roses and fallout and Tracy Chapman. <laughs> All right. Our top five destination songs before Brett has a complete mental <laughs> breakdown. Um, at number five for me, Missing Persons, Destination Unknown. At number four, Murray Head, no relation to Rob Head. Or, or Roy. Ron. Or Roy or Ron, whoever or Ron. the R guy is. In. Any One Night in Bangkok. Red Hot Chili Peppers coming in at number three with Road Trippin'. At number two, Go-Go's Vacation and my number one destination song, Beastie Boys, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. There you go. Great list. I will say that is a great list, uh, even with Red Hot Chili Peppers on there. Well, check out Road Trippin'. It's just kind of like when you're going to sleep in the next five minutes. Uh, put that song on. It's just chill. Pretty okay. Cool. All right. I will take you up on that. And uh, I'm not losing my mind. I'm preparing for my new musical. Yes. It's called, it's going to be called Nap. <laughs> <laughs> Nap the musical. Yes. <laughs> and the hit song. <laughs> yep. 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 All right. Uh, so I had number five, Men Without Hats, Antarctica. Number four would be Yoko Ono, New York Woman. Number three would be Hombres He, Venezia. Number two is Alex Chilton, Bangkok. And number one, the glorious, the beautiful, the stunning in Canada by B.J. Snowden. Good list. Good list. <laughs> it's something all right. I have no idea. I know some of the songs, but none. Not meant, but again, look, I got a homework. It is awesome. most definitely reflective of my mental state right now. Okay, well, perfect. That's what we can all feel. But let's hit that randomizer, find out what we're talking about next week. Well, heck. No all right, are we stopping the randomizer now? Uh, yeah, Who, who's going to yell stop? Oh, I don't you, know. okay, well, hey, the third lad, you, you, you yell stop. Yeah, yeah, yell stop, everybody. Okay, thank you. I think I heard some of you. Or that could be could be the little green men in my head right yes. now. All right. So, Greg. Yes, sir. How's about the top five albums you got to have on vinyl? Oh, this is going to be a Brett thing, not me. But I will I will find you have to have on vinyl. You got to. You just got to. Just got to. Whether sound quality, the presentation, you know, whatever. Okay. I don't know where I'm going, but and if our I'll guest next week doesn't want to do that, then we'll push it off till the next week. And okay. it will it, it will happen in a in an upcoming episode. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good to me too. All right. So anything else? No, I'm I'm still composing songs for Nap the Musical. Okay. In my there you head. go. 
Yes. Yeah. Snore would be a good song to have. A, it's a good title. Start with Snore that. would be good. Yeah. Dream. Dream could be like a lofty, you know, kind of like airy type song. What else? Um, uh, the psychedelic number, uh, Hand Me an Ambien. There, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's, oh, mm. gosh. A, a crowd pleaser. Yeah, send me an Ambien right now. Hey. I love it. All yeah. right. We're going to leave people alone. Thank you once again for hanging out with us. It gets bigger and bigger because of you, so we do appreciate it. And please tell all of your friends. And once again, please like, share, and rate. Please write, rare, and write. All of the above. Say goodnight, Brett. Goodnight, Brett. And do whatever we do. Wave hello and say goodbye. <laughs> I swear I'm not high, just tired. <laughs> goodbye, all. The theme music is Frequency, written and performed by yours truly, Brett Vargo. Any other music in this episode is presented solely for purposes of review, examination, and news reporting. If you like what you hear, go to your record store and pick up the LP, CD, cassette, or 8-track, or stream it if you're one of those newfangled fancy pants. If we're lucky enough to still have these artists with us, go out and see some live music. For the latest updates, join the O3L community at facebook.com slash only3lads. We want to hear from you. And while you're at it, click on the Shop Now link for the coolest threads. Until next time, thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.